Love. Hate. War. Death. Liberty. Passion. Religion. The future. The past. Life. People. My people. Our people. Accounts. Accounts of life. Accounts of death. Accounts of it. My My account account of it. it. You're listening to My Account of It, where we bring untold stories to life. This is not your textbook history lesson. Here we tell history from the people who lived it. Welcome to My Account of It. I'm Teresa Adams. And I'm Baronda Lyons. Here's an account from someone who witnessed President Lincoln's assassination. Listen. It is with sad feeling that I take up my pen and address you. Last Friday night at 10 o'clock, I witnessed the saddest tragedy ever enacted in this country. Notwithstanding my promise to you not to visit the theater, I could not resist the temptation to see General Grant and the President. And when the curtain at Ford's rose on the play of Our American Cousin, my roommate and I were seated on the second row of orchestra seats just beneath the President's box. The president entered the theater at 8.30, amid deafening cheers and the rising of all. Everyone was cheerful, and never was our magistrate more enthusiastically welcomed or more happy. Many pleasant allusions were made to him in the play to which the audience gave deafening responses. And Mr. Lincoln laughed heartily and bowed frequently to the gratified people. Just after the third act, and before the scenes were shifted, a muffled pistol shot was heard, and a man sprang wildly from the national box, partially tearing down the flag and shouting, Six Semper Tyrannus, the South is avenged, and brandished dagger rushed across the stage and disappeared. The whole theater was paralyzed, but two men sprang from the stage, a Mr. Seward and myself. Both of us were familiar with the play, and suspected the fearful tragedy. We rushed after the murderer, and Mr. Stewart, being familiar with the passages, reached the rear door in time to see him spring on his horse and ride off. I became lost amid the scenery and was obliged to return. My roommate had followed me and secured the murderer's hat. The shrill cry of Mrs. Lincoln first roused the horrified audience, and in an instant the uproar was terrible. The silence of death was broken by shouts of kill him, hang him, and strong men wept and cursed and tore the seats in the impotence of their anger, while Mrs. Lincoln on her knees uttered shriek after shriek at the feet of the dying president. Finally, the theater was clear and the president removed. Still greater was the excitement in the city. Rumors of the murder of Secretary Seward and his son reached us as we gained the street. Mounted patrols dashed everywhere, bells tolled the alarm, and excited crowds rushed about the avenues. Yesterday morning, the president died. At 8.30, the kindest, noblest, truest heart ceased to beat, and Abraham Lincoln was dead. Let no man ever speak to me again of Southern chivalry or talk in sympathy with traitors. The events of last night can never be forgotten, and while there is strength in my arm, I never can, never will, endure it, nor stand I alone. The nation is aroused, and terrible will be its vengeance. 
treason pardoned, forgiven, patiently dealt with by our president, viper-like, has stung the breast that kindly treated it, and the traitor South has slain its truest, noblest friend. Bitter, bitter will be the tears of repentance, but I cannot write of it. Andrew Johnson has been sworn. Teresa, thoughts. Wow. Very vivid, very detailed writing. Um, I felt like I was there. I felt like I was having the experience with the writer. Yes. I, you know, one thing I learned as as I was reading this um, account is I questioned, why did we never hear this in school? Why didn't we ever have this account? To me, I remember this better than you telling me, oh, it happened at the Ford Center. It was this, it was that, it was this, it was that. But to have this vivid description and the the imagery that I could come up with, like I could imagine the president's uh, wife crying shriek after shriek. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. And yeah. now you know why we don't hear about this in classrooms because it's so it's such a dramatic impactful thing that's Mm. happened and for him to recreate it for us really in his writing is just amazing I mean I was in the theater with him I could see the audience applauding I could see him standing for his the the standing ovation I could see all of that but I could also see that woman kneeling over the body of her husband who would soon be pronounced dead it he brought all of that to life for us he definitely did it makes me wonder though what will happen if something I'm not an assassination but if something powerful happens and I want to relay that message to my mother, I would pick up the phone and call her, mm-hmm. right? But there would be no um, trace of of that phone call. You wouldn't be able to to go back 100 years later and say, oh, Veranda said this to her mother on this date. Um, I guess maybe Facebook. Possibly, yes. People do detail everything on their life. Too much. And everything that happens <laughs> on the Facebook. That's true. That's true. But it would never be the same, I don't think. I think it's fun, funny that you mentioned Facebook about this. I don't think that explaining it to people on Facebook would have nearly as much um, impact as the writing, as this story, as Mr. Stewart's I can agree. storytelling. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Specifically, particularly because people don't write like this. I mean, people on Facebook rarely write either way, but they definitely don't write as descriptive as this woman mm-hmm. wrote. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I see essays on Facebook all the time about random things that make no damn sense, but to actually have someone write about something that's happening as it's happening, blow by blow, with the level of detail. And um, it's it's invaluable. Very true. Very true. Even journalists don't write like this anymore. <laughs> don't tell them that. <laughs> don't say that to them. I mean, it, yeah, but you've, you've, there are some journalists, um, you've seen journalists who have eyewitness accounts mm-hmm. 
But the eyewitness accounts are so focused on the other person's perspective or perception of what happened that you they remove themselves in their own voice from the actual writing. The thing that we're all taught as journalists not to do, but in this particular case, he wanted us to be present in the theater with him again when all of those things happened. Yeah. And that came through in his writing. Well, yeah, in journalism, I think now you are taught or you are taught to remove yourself. But you also see people putting themselves back into mm-hmm. journalism now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where it's going. It's more acceptable now than it was before. Yeah. Although, I mean, you know, the question could be uh, asked, how could you ever omit yourself from anything? Very true. I mean, it's almost impossible. But That's another debate. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that is another debate, definitely. But Andrew Johnson has been sworn, so we won't go there. Well, we already know what that means. Moving forward, keep going. A terrible tragedy has happened. But as you said once before when we were having this discussion, the the country has to keep going. And they did. They It's almost... To me, that end is almost as jarring as the president's murder Mm -hmm. because he's going into the details of what happened and how he felt about the South. Then he's like, but I can't dwell on that because the country has to move forward after this Mm -hmm. thing, which is something we can all apply in our lives is just not dwelling on that Mm -hmm. negative. That's true. That's true. When the when the when the uh, when the car turns the corner. Just keep going. It's true because in this particular case, you can't bring him back. You can't re, um, re recreate history. You can't do anything over it. So you have no choice but to keep going. Looking ahead, as the older people used to say. Look ahead. Look ahead. Look forward. Look forward. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And we're going to move forward. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of My Account of It. You can find us at myaccountofit.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. All the social media sites. I know. Instagram. Did I say Instagram? I don't know what we're taking photos of. We're going to take a photo of us. We're going to put it on the Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next week.